We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience presented by DraftKings 2021 Week 13 NFL Best Bets. Remember to smash the like button to the episode sub to Mayo Media Network and say hello to our friends watching on Game Plus TV up in Canada. Reminder to play in the best tournament on DraftKings, the Pat Mayo Experience DraftKings Listeners League. The link is in the description, $15 to play, three max entry, and no rank, thus making it the best tournament on DraftKings. You want all the updated injuries, all the rankings, all of the bets, everything, all for free. The newsletter is down in the description. Go join that right now. Back on the show after a one-week hiatus is Cam Stewart, along with Rob Pizzolo. What's going on, guys? Cam, good to see you back. I mean, hey, nice, uh, Rob. I, I got I, a I lot saw, of positivity. Yes, yeah, saw the invitation last week. A lot of people are very strong. Hey, it's funny. It's it's funny that you talk about Billy the Doorman. The guy texts me at six o'clock in the morning. Like it's <laughs> what? Anyway, what are we doing in the pool this week? Yeah, what are we gonna do? Yeah, take six dogs. That was good, Pizzoli. You did a very good job, Pat. Nice to see you and Rob again. It's funny. I was just talking to you guys. I haven't left my lair in like two years. I go to a bar to see. Uh, my buddy Fast Talk and Mike's father and uh, Visine Vince, and we go out for some early uh, football on uh, Thursday. And what happens with me? Oh, I, I, I lose a phone. Like, you know what I mean? I, I, I basically lose, I think in the last five years, I've lost probably about seven. I might have to, like, I have a problem. I need, I'm like a baby. I need those strings. You know what I mean? Pizzola? You need to go back to like uh, 10 years ago where everyone was wearing that holster. With the yeah, I need, you're right. I need one I need, of those. Yeah. You're right. I need that loser holster like the fanny pack with the guy. Hey, man, where are my player smokes? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, fanny pack. I, I, honestly, I don't care what it looks like now. I'm old. So, yeah, I, I need something, Pat. I got a real problem with uh, attention span, as you and Pizzola obviously know. And, uh, yeah, I just find it funny and ironic, though. Like, I'm outside having a, you know, smoking one in, in, in the back, and, like, somebody can't find a – like, you know what I mean? Like, nobody even returns stuff anymore. It's just it's there. I went back to look for it. It's, it's gone. I think a grifter found it, tried to get into my codes, failed with the codes, and probably dumped it in a garbage pail. That's my pick at minus 120. <laughs> uh, two things. One, if you use the yes. holster, people will just – 
assume you sell like auto it's a gun parts. no people assume you sell auto parts for a living if you have the cell phone <laughs> especially if you have like the plaid shirt if you have a short sleeve plaid shirt tucked into yes. jeans with a belt like you, you're selling auto parts for a living that's number one you yeah. need to go back like 20 years though and have that fashion where they had like the chain wallets hanging out of your baggy jeans that yes never yes loses. yes the nirvana era you're right pat soundgarden uh, the as pozzola knows grunge, the grunge era where yeah. some of my uh, bands are from but i will say this uh yeah, I actually agree with that. It's just amazing to me, though, Pat. You're, you're absolutely right. I, I don't know what my problem is, Rob, all the time. Like, I remember one time I left the phone in Vegas, and I don't know how my buddy found it, but he hears me and my girlfriend, oh, we honor you, we salute you. Like, some, like, custodian, like, found, found the phone, and, like, I got it back. And, you know me, I had to take a bus from the El Cortez down to, like, the South Point. Like, people don't understand. That's, like, a day trip in, in Vegas, right? Like, they didn't have Uber and stuff back then. But, Patrick, I have a real problem. As you and Rob know, like I gotta pay attention a little bit more with uh, important devices. That's okay. You'll you'll eventually get it figured out. We were on a bachelor party in Montreal, and night one, the one guy on the trip who would ruin the trip if he lost his phone lost his phone, and yeah. it was an absolute disaster. And two of our friends went with him for twelve hours because they they were able to look <laughs> it up on like your find your phone so they just logged in yeah. and they could see it going around town it was left in the back of a cab somewhere they eventually tracked it down at like 6 45 in the morning after the cab was nice. parked uh it, it was not a fun night one to the bachelor party trip put it that way fortunately somehow they were able to stay awake all night it's funny though pat i tried that find your phone thing but i did it on my apple and then it went beep beep alert 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 and it like shut everything down. i'm like whoa whoa like, cause I'm not, you, you, you've been a Mac guy for a long time, right? Pat, I used to watch you like edit stuff in, in bewilderment when we worked at fantasy. I'm look at this guy. He's doing his own material. He's like cutting things. It's like, wow. I was very, I used a reel to reel to tell you what kind of dinosaur I am. Hey man, let's get the razor blade <laughs> out in the chalk. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, it's uh, not fun when you lose a phone, but uh, anyway, I, it was amazing. All my contacts, I they came back magically. I didn't even thought I uh, put them on the SIM card, but uh, so I got stored, you and Pozzola's number. They're stored in the cloud nowadays, Cam. Like everything is just stored online. Yeah. You get. I don't know where this magical cloud is, but it's fantastic. The only clouds I see are clouds of smoke, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I love this cloud. Thank God. I can't believe no one returned your phone. That that's pretty scummy. I it's the thing I even put it on Twitter. Like, hi everybody, well, I'm well, Cam. If you're near Gator Ted's Bar in Burlington, can you please return? My, I was gonna give him a ward. Like, I'm not one of those guys. Like, I'll give you cash. Like, if I would have give you more than what the phone was worth just for the trouble, right? Well, first, how you put it on Twitter? How many people do you think from the city of Burlington. You're actually a few responded, you. Rob. One guy was at church. Yeah. He goes, I'll swing by the bar afterwards and stuff like that. He was right near, like the place was just like down the hill from there. A few, a few yeah, people responded. I'm, I'm not saying people are not going to respond, but you have like two people responding that maybe follow you on Twitter from a city with a population. That's a lot more than two people. Like it's probably not your best way of getting your phone back. Then on top of that, as you've described it off air to me, Cam, this was like a, a, a phone that looked like it was like it was broken, like his broken yeah, screen. Yeah. It looked like so somebody might have walked by that and just thought somebody left it there because it was done for. You know, uh, like, you, you, yeah, you bring up good points. Yeah, you did, probably people didn't want to touch it. It didn't it, look too. I mean, that's probably a big fun. difference where you guys live and where I currently live. I went to the bank about a month ago and I left five hundred dollars in the banking machine. 
uh, and just and left. Somebody gave you the money back. I, I went back. I, I, I went to my wife. I got in the door. I was like, "Oh my god, I, I forgot to take the money I just took out." So I immediately turned around, went back to the bank, went inside the bank. I was like, "Did I, anyone return five hundred dollars?" They're like, "Actually, yes. Here it is." I was like, "Wow, it's amazing." That Maybe person I, is I, a saint. And I got to move where you're moving. It, 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 nice blew, it blew my mind, put it that way. As yeah. someone who was, yeah. you know, taken out their bank slip before and saw like 38 cents left, uh, yeah. I, assu- I assume it wasn't that person who found my money. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> exactly. Let's talk picks from last week. Cam, you were not here. However, you were the only one to get your gold pick correct because... Uh, actually, we'll get into a second. Your Giants, they came mm-hmm. through. They won the game yes. outright. Gold pick, good for Thank you. you. You hit your silver pick and lost your bronze pick with Tennessee. So Cincinnati and the Giants come through for you. Rob, you and I, uh, we, we, we got sucker punched by Cam. I, I can't believe we both Other Cam. Yeah. yeah, not not this Cam. Other Cam. Cam Newton. <laughs> Um, Cam, oh, yeah. Yeah, that, Cam. Yeah, that, that, that was in hindsight. Uh, listen, at the end of the day, when you're betting on sports, doesn't matter whether you lose by a hook or you lose by 40, like a loss is a loss, but that's just one of those where like afterwards you scratch your head and you're like, why did I bet on Cam? Why why were were we we so confident in it? Like that is the most off I have been on game. I love the Dolphins. We needed you here. I mean, Jeff, Jeff was trying to be you, but he didn't have that voice or reason because he loved the Panthers too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Jeff could have talked. Like we needed somebody to tell us. Like you guys remember watching Cam Newton last year, right? Like the guy couldn't make a five-yard completion over the middle of the field without throwing it into the ground. Uh, Yeah, came in Pizzoli. He had one. He had one game where he. What does Cam Newton do? He runs an offense inside the five and will get you that uh, touchdown, or else maybe find an open guy. If he actually has to march the field, the guy's one of the worst quarterbacks going. He's on par with PJ Walker. Like this is the thing about Carolina. They don't have a quarterback. Sam Darnold blows. Cam Newton, nice story. You run him in with some wildcat at the goal line, but you need a quarterback. He's not good. So I was completely wrong on that, on all fronts on that game, not just Cam, because I thought that part of why I really liked the Panthers was because Miami has a horrible O-line, and I thought the Panthers would be able to generate a ton of pressure on Tua, which they actually were able to do in the game. But Tua had, like, maybe the best game I've ever seen him have as a pro. Like, he was getting better. He was swinging it, and he is getting better. On the other side of things, like, I don't know if there was some uh, misreporting in terms of injuries, but like Christian McCaffrey barely played. And now, now he's out uh, for the season, I believe, but he barely played. And that was kind of like, you, you know, Cam Newton, he's not going to be able to throw it downfield effectively. I kind of thought they were going to utilize McCaffrey more in the underneath stuff. And that's what's burned Miami for the majority of the year. And just like basically nothing that I thought was going to happen came to fruition. So ended up being a bad play, but um, I mean, at the end of the day, I was pretty happy with last week as a whole. I thought I, I read the board pretty well. I think I hit the other couple plays. So onwards and upwards, as I uh, as I like to say in sports betting. Yeah, well, you had the Giants as your silver pick, Cam's gold pick. I talked myself out of the Bucks as my gold pick because it went up a point by the time we did the show. That was stupid. I should have just made the Bucks my gold pick. Uh, it was the game that I bet the most on, but I had it at two and a half instead of three and a half. And when it moved to three and a half, I was like, ah, we'll just make it a silver pick. Got that one right. Uh, you had Tampa as your bronze pick. I had the Niners as mine. So we actually had a pretty good week. We were one and two. Uh, as a collective, as gold picks, three and zero oh in silver picks to get that record back up, and two and one as bronze picks. It just it sucks when you both pick the same gold pick and it doesn't come through. But for the season, that leaves me nine and three on gold. Rob, you're now six and six. Cam ten one and one on his gold pick. 
Kim, you're having legendary. A, you are having a year, my friend. I, I, I was actually thinking. I was like, I thought I was almost undefeated on the gold going into it, like a like a pitcher with a no hitter going. But uh, no, what, what game did I get wrong, Pat? I don't know. Something hmm. in like which week, gold pick? Something in like week oh, six okay. or something. Oh, hey, anyway, I'll take it. That's you're right. Like I don't know what's going on. We just bet these gold picks. I'd uh, I can move out there, Pat. I can have, have a palatial estate with some land. There you are living you, here. You can you can yeah. join Paul Shag as a homeowner now. Yeah, nice. Good for you, Shag. Proud of you, buddy. That's good stuff. Home ownership, though, you better be handy. That's one tip I'm going to give you. Like I can't do anything, and then you have to call in people. The more you can do, the better it is. That's that's what I like. If you can fix stuff yourself, and you got some limited, uh, you know, like home improvement skills, home ownership's good. Me, I'm a stooge. I can't fix anything. The uh, they got this app nowadays, right? Where you can just I, I don't even know what it's called Ta- or whatever. It's called, but I know it's, my- called it's called Task Rabbit. Okay, Task Rabbit. Yeah, I brought a Task Rabbit over to my house to do a shelf. Guy was a nice guy too. Like we had a chat. He's bet on football. It was a little expensive for what happened, but uh, you know you got to do what you got to do. Well, it's a survey. I mean, the guy's coming yeah. over and, uh, on short notice and picking up like whatever whatever you want to do. I mean, yeah. I think that's a great idea for an app. It's pretty pretty brilliant. And Cam, I'm sure you have some services on there that you could probably help other people with if you wanted to make a little bit of extra cash, move out to where Pat is. What like how to how to make seafood dressing with just horseradish <laughs> and hot sauce? <laughs> it's funny. I'm on my break in my show yesterday. Reggie's like, "What are you doing?" I go, "I just made uh, I just made some seafood sauce in 45." seconds while while i had a break very simple bazola like there's a lot of things you could do in the fridge you just put them together and bob's your uncle yeah actually we're talking about uh bringing in a cooking betting show for all you guys i'll keep you posted i think it's a great idea we just get the grill going we cook up some stuff and while we're doing that instead of talking about stuff other things we make bets betting and cooking and food you can't beat it we we i've been toying with that idea for years uh and it was going to be cussed cooking on sunday mornings as we go through the picks and just watching him butcher whatever he's trying to cook a good idea yeah Yeah. it's it's a lot of production that goes behind it though yeah you're right a lot of editing creates shots you can't just yeah you got to do a lot of different things good call all right a lot of angles let's get to the gold picks this week and normally i start but i I'm toying between two of them right now. So Rob, I'll let you kick off the gold picks. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, the chargers as my goal pick. And I, for me, perspective is everything. Like you look at, at the chargers, they're coming off of a a run of like new England, Philly, Minnesota, three of their last five games. These are teams that people have fallen in love with because they're playing a lot better. The Pittsburgh game was a complete blowout where, they were killing them on Monday night football until they let them back into it. Denver last week, kind of an anomaly. Denver got a bunch of players back from injury. But for me, this is more about fading the Bengals. I still am not a believer in Cincinnati. I think when you look at their schedule this year, if you actually just break it down and go through the entire season, they have faced a very easy schedule of opposing offenses and opposing defenses. And if I, we actually look at EPA per play, one of the metrics that I love to bring up and one that I look at quite frequently, Cincinnati's faced only one team in the top 16 in the NFL in EPA per play on offense. They have faced one above average offense the entire season. That was Green Bay in week five. The Chargers are seven in EPA per play on offense this year. Now everyone's falling in love with the Bengals again because they smoked the Steelers who are complete dog shit. They beat the Raiders where they actually got outgained by 1.8 yards per play against the Raiders. In that game, Bengals had only five penalty yards. The Raiders had 77. 
And like, do we remember what happened prior to that? No, of course, nobody remembers what happened prior to that. They got massacred by the Browns, 41 to 16 at home. That's the only game where the Browns have actually scored more than 17 points in two months. They lost to Mike White and the Jets right before that. So right now, I think there's this perception in market that the Bengals are back. They have not faced an offense like the Chargers that have two quality receivers (laughs) since week one when they faced Minnesota. They have not faced a dynamic pass-catching running back like Austin Eckler in a long time. Um, I think the Chargers are getting Matt Filer back on the offensive line this week. That's great because he's a great pass protector. Cincinnati, possibly without their starting center, Trey Hopkins. The right tackle, Riley Reef as well. The Chargers get Linval Joseph back off the COVID list. I think this is just like one of those scenarios where there's really not much separating these two teams. But since he's been playing well lately, or the perception is that they have been, the Chargers, the perception is that they're not very good anymore. I don't agree. I think these are very even teams. So I'm taking the three points with the LA Chargers. At DraftKings Sportsbook right now, it's minus 105 to bet the plus three too. So better than it is at a lot of places. Open at three and a half earlier in the week when we were doing the spread show. It was like, geez, that's going to go towards the Chargers. Only because the Chargers are just like the Vikings. Anytime that you can get points with them in these spots, just take the points, Cam. Because... That's how it, they're, they're going to lose on a field goal by two points or something like that. I agree. And I, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit higher on the Bengals than Pozzola, but he brings up some really good uh, points to the table. I think it's a very difficult game. I think the Bengals, uh, Joe Mixon could do a lot of things in that game, Pozzola, but you're right. Like it's, it's one of those things that you're getting the chargers. Now we're getting the plus instead of the, the minus there. And all their games come down to the wires. We know, and our boy, Gia Feinberg knows high voltage. Yeah. That team is very, very stressful to deal with. Uh, I thought the Seahawks sucked. Like they've taken years off my life watching these losers play every week, but uh, being a charger fan has got to be pretty stressful as well. So for me, I was actually just trying to buy time to see if the line would move down for me because it's going yes. to, because it's currently plus 100 on the minus three and a half, but I'll take the minus three and a half for the 49ers against those Seahawks. Uh, betting against the Seahawks since Russell Wilson has come back has really been keeping me afloat, but they continue to get way too much respect in the market for a team that what has like the fourth pick in the draft right now. Like San Francisco is a good team. Rob, people are pumped that we got down 60 to one last week on the show on 49ers Super Bowl because that number has been cut in a lot of places down to like 35 or 30 to one. I did see it still hanging at plus or 50 to one at an offshore that you probably don't want to bet on. So you probably shouldn't bet on that. But I just think that the way that the 49ers line up, even without Debo in this game, are still going to be fine against a Seahawks team that just looks inert on offense they can't move the ball DK Metcalf was out having foursomes with people and Russell Wilson said God doesn't like it when I throw you the ball anymore so I'm not gonna throw you the ball anymore and our offense is going to suffer because they just signed Adrian Peterson and called themselves in win now mode like I don't know what's going on that could be the worst signing and what the hell is Adrian Peterson gonna do for a non-playoff team he's not even gonna play what the hell are these guys doing are you guys stupid me you and fail what I saw that story. I thought it was a joke. I'm like, Adrian Peterson, what another, another back. Like what, what is it? Anyway, Pete Carroll's done. Yeah. He's done. Russell Wilson won't be a Seahawk anymore. I have, I've come to admit it's rebuild time in this division. Yeah, no, you can't take these guys. Even if they do show up, you just can't bet this team. right I, now. I had this when I went through my spreads at the beginning of the week and uh, this has usually been how I've been doing so well on my gold picks, like the one game that is the most off every single week. I just lock in as my gold pick. And that's how I felt about the Colts and bills like two weeks ago. And I just kind of stayed away from it. I was like, yeah, 
Although I have faith in the Colts, I don't. Maybe this is a game that Bills show up and just I should just listen to my gut on it. So I'm going to do that with this. I had this listed at minus six and a half when this game came out, and I was stunned to see it was so low. Maybe I'm walking into a trap, and I just don't think that Seattle's good, Rob. Well, the one thing I will say about this is that it, the advance line on this game was one and a half. It's crossed through three. It's now three and a half. Now, your argument, Pat, is that the market just overrates Seattle. It's possibly a fair argument, considering True. that they haven't covered a, a spread in, in a while now, and it just doesn't look like they're back in form. But the reality is that if you believe that the closing lines are the best indicator of true probabilities in games, something called the efficient market hypothesis, then you would say that it's a Seattle or nothing game. Personally, I kind of agree with you. I think Seattle's sometimes overrated by market. But on top of that, I think you get a San Fran team that people are not realizing yet how good they actually are. Like this is a team that is a year removed from being in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Very similar roster. Jimmy G's number. Listen, I'm not a Jimmy Garoppolo stan, like by any stretch of the imagination. I think he's just an average quarterback, but I think he's a much better than average quarterback in this system with Kyle Shanahan. And especially when he has George Kittle on the field and his numbers over the course of his career with George Kittle and without George Kittle are, there's like a massive, massive discrepancy. I just don't see the Seahawks having the personnel to be able to defend the San Francisco 49ers offense. It's not a game that I like. I typically just don't want to pay what I believe to be a premium on these teams. But to me, this is a game where I would say for me is San Fran or nothing. You got to remember some of the viewers here went to DeVry. You can't be throwing out hypothesis and Pythagorean theorems and stuff. Like just slow down on the, on the language. Okay. Just give us a damn pick. Okay. Cam, your gold pick. (laughs) I hear Robbie. He comes all the way when I'm not around this guy, he likes to poke the bear anyway. Oh, uh, anyway, we're going to take a team in the division. Pat, I don't know if I should do this with the gold record, but I love the Detroit lions this week. guys. Please please don't talk me out of it. Like Rob, do you like Detroit this week? I was going to make Minnesota my bronze this week. I Cam, I I prefer Detroit against the number than Minnesota. It's it's a no Make your point though. Make make your argument. Here's the thing. Detroit is battling every week. Okay. Against the bears, everything. It's just close, close, close. They haven't quit the Minnesota Vikings. Okay. No Dalvin cook. I get it. Kirk Cousins has been better, but this is what the Vikings do. And historically, they always play the Lions in very, very tight games. It's a divisional game. I'm telling you, Detroit, they don't want to be that team that doesn't have a win. They're going to grind and grind and grind in this game. I love the Lions. I'm getting seven points in this game. Pozzola on bet stamp, you can find me a seven and a half. And I saw your speech last week about, hey, Cam's going looking for that good number. Tennessee was plus seven, by the way. So... Uh, you well, can and thank you, not, Pat, not for backing show, me up on that. The they were, they were, they were on two spots. They were at seven. I uh, trust me, they were. But anyway, give me the Lions. They're going to carve up some Viking right now, and uh, I think if they lose, they lose it by a heartbreaker in typical Detroit fashion. Hey, this team has not quit on Coach Campbell. I think there's Rob. They can do some things against that Viking defense too, with Swift and Williams and others. I know Goff is bad. I I, I get it, but I'm just telling you, they will find ways to execute drives and actually put some points on the board this week. I think seven's too many points. That's the bottom line about my pick. Uh, I'm going with the Lions. The the reason that I'm going to side with you on this one is just because the Lions are the chargers of the NFC. Like they've covered this number once. Oh, yeah. year in a win. Like they just. Oh, the Vikings, you mean? Yeah, the Vikings. Yeah, like the, the Vikings. 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 Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. The Vikings are Chargers NFC that they'll just find a way to make the game stupid close for no reason. And th- Thank th- you. That, that's, I, that's I, enough I agree. analysis for me. 
that's the scary thing about Minnesota. Uh, but like, okay, let, let's look at Detroit's points scored. Okay. Since, since week one, I'm going to rhyme off their points scored. Oh, I, I'm quite aware they don't score over double digits very often, but 17, 17, 14, 17, 11, 19 against the Rams. That was the game where they had the two fake punts and the onside kick. Yes. Six, 16. That was a game that they played five quarters because went to overtime. 10, yep. 14. They have not scored more than 19 points since week one against San Fran. Okay. That week tell, me, one, tell me their last five games. How many points have they given up? Give me, give me the points against the last little while, please. Yeah, I could do that. But we can also look about the, look at the quality of competition. Like they're playing the Bears with Andy Dalton. They're playing yeah. Mason Rudolph. Like they're not playing teams that are the last. The, they basically played a Rams offense. They gave up, what, 29 in that game, 28. To me, like the, 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 I, I looked at this game earlier this week. I'm like, Minnesota, they always play close games. I can't bet Minnesota, they always play close games. Then I'm just like, how are the how do the Lions keep the game close? Like, what are they going to do? They played earlier this year. Minnesota didn't cover that game. I remember it very clearly. They had they had to they, come back and win on the last drive. They yeah. did, but if you remember that game, it was like 16-6 with two minutes left in the game. Uh, no. I, it was. The, yeah, the, the, but they still didn't. The bottom line is you talk about it. It doesn't matter if you win a bet or lose a bet or whatever. They yes. didn't. They didn't close. And one thing about Detroit is they're going to throw everything at these guys. I know they don't execute on four what down is everything? stuff with Zola. What? what is everything? Like, everything what is everything? Is, they, they have throw everything at everyone every week, and they do nothing okay. every They have a week. horrible receiving core. Like, they got Cephas, a six-round draft pick out of Wisconsin. I get it. But they also have Swift, and they have backs who can catch well, the ball Swift out is of the backfield. Swift, 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 Swift is out of the game. Swift is, Swift is gone. Williams is fine. He's fine. <laughs> I don't think he's so. fine. Swift, DeAndre Swift has a third of their explosive plays this year, which is ridiculous that a running back has a third of a team's explosive plays. But regardless, he's by far their best offensive weapon. Then the Vikings get Michael Pierce back, who's like basically one of the best run stoppers in the entire league. I, I, Cam, this is your goal pick. You're 10 one and one on goal say, picks this I year. I wouldn't say it's a, you know, I'm starting to think nope. I should have made nope. this a different mineral, but don't, you know what? I'm going to do leave that. It. Don't I'm do that to yourself. It. Your opinion matters to me. And you're very good in these games where you feel strongly about why, one side. Another thing, Pizzola, why? Okay. Minnesota's so damn good. Why isn't this line eight and a half, nine or whatever? It's a, it's seven. People understand the lions can play. It's a division. Sometimes. Okay. I'm going to take numbers and computers and every damn thing. Yeah, the human element of the game. The lions are, don't want to be that team to have no wins this year. They have not quit. They, it's a divisional game. Kirk Cousins could still make mistakes. They have been better recently. I am concerned as well. But if the Lions score 14 to 17 points, I think they cover in this game. I think Minnesota only gets 21. That's what I'm talking about. Fair enough. I, 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 my big thing is that we've seen like competent teams go out on the road and just hammer the, like the Bengals. No, I know. The I know. Eagles. I know. I'm going to, I might regret this, but you know, I, I, might I, I think actually the, the Lions, my only wrong pick on the gold too. I, I think. think nobody wants to bet the Vikings for the reasons that Pat and you mentioned and that they always play, they somehow always manage to make a game close, but then you, every once in a while, you just get a game where there's, there's a, such a large talent discrepancy between both these teams. Maybe you get like a look ahead for the Vikings because they play Thursday night football. That's possible as well. There's a lot of reasons that they might not. Actually, that's a really games. good one. I like that. Thank you for that. Yeah, I <laughs> forgot there's, about that. Angle. There's an arrow in your quiver. Thank but, you, Patrick. Yeah, but like at the <laughs> end of the day, arrow in your quiver. What am I, Robin Hood? No, you're, you're like Zelda. Yeah, well, the lion. The listen, lion you're better, better than Robin better Hood. You're like, the... you're like Zelda or Link at least. <laughs> 
let's rob from the rich from the Vikings to give to the poor, which is Lion Fan. Anyway, I, guys, I, I, this is the whole problem, Pat, with the mineral system. I almost wish we could bet every game on the board because I like a lot of like I was looking at the Bears, the Atlanta. Like I, you know, oh, God. Me. I, I, you, you I do like, like you, a lot you, of bad you, teams. you love all the dogs that I hate this week, but the Lions were one that I was actually on you with. Uh, I'm going to throw okay. out a quote from the Wednesday show. From Tim Andercus. I want to get your guys' okay. uh, reaction to this. And uh, Rob, we'll start with you. Even Packers fans would want Kirk Cousins starting over Aaron Rodgers for their team. Well, I mean, <laughs> well, I, 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 I like Kirk Cousins. I've been on the Kirk Cousins is better than people give him credit for he for is. a long time. But if you are going to go to the level of Kirk Cousins is a better quarterback than Aaron Rodgers you might as well just turn in your football card at that point. Cause like this, at this point, you're just saying things to say things like that's the reality. The, Kirk cousins is a fine quarterback, but he's not an elite quarterback. And I don't care what the PFF football grades say, or, uh, you know, his touchdown interception ratio this year, the guy lined up under his right <laughs> guard last week. Like he, he couldn't, he couldn't find his center. He, he came yeah, in. And, 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 and who's playing the Lions this week? Kirk Cousins in Minnesota. So, you know, Pat, that's two arrows in my quiver. Thank you. <laughs> I do have some numbers on this, though. Uh, where did yes. they go? I, I, mean, I probably, <laughs> probably deleted them at this point because I'm an idiot. Like oh, that. God. I got to tell you, Pizzola, having diabetes sucks. Like, I got to take a leak all the time now, and I, I, we got to get through this show. I got. Hey, listen, if you if you have to go take a leak right now, we can stop. No, the show. no, no, no. I don't. No, I don't listen, do that game. I'm just gonna have a big long one when we're done. Yeah. Piss jugs. Cam, Piss jugs Cam, work if, as well. you, if you have to go, <laughs> what am I, trucker? Look, listen, we we have graphics that we can throw up over everything. People won't even know oh. that you're gone. That's fantastic, Patrick. Wait, some kind of futuristic show you have. So it's very I, nice. I, I have. Would you like to go? I, I, honestly, I you want like you to go? work on every show that I that I do. Like, I want you to host it, work on it, do everything. Because I'm telling you, I work with guys that uh, trust me. They wouldn't let me go to the bathroom. But anyway, I think I, I think I, I'm going to be okay. I'm All right. Okay. So so here are some Rogers numbers right now. We have uh, yep. in one score games this year. First downs per attempt, Rodgers is sixth. Kirk Cousins is 23rd. Mm -hmm. Touchdowns per attempt, Rodgers is fourth. Cousins is 11th. That's good. And this isn't supposed to be an anti-Kirk Cousins rant. It's more of a how good Aaron Rodgers is rant. Yards per completion, 10th for Rodgers, 22nd for Kirk Cousins. In the second half this year, first downs per attempt, Rodgers, 7th. Cousins, 23rd. Touchdowns per attempt, 3rd for Aaron Rodgers, 26th for Kirk Cousins. Yards per completion, 7th for Aaron Rodgers, 24th for Kirk Cousins. Now, if you want to know about, like, where they are similar, Cam, uh, did they make the news for COVID? Both of them, yes. Letters and last name, yes, both seven. Number of siblings, <laughs> two. Do they talk to Jordan Rodgers? Both of them, no. So they're very similar in those regards. But on the field, when it matters, Aaron Rodgers is just still better than Kirk Cousins. Now, watching the games would help you know that. But if you just wanted to look into yeah. the numbers a little bit, there's some evidence for you. Personally, I think Aaron Rodgers is a jerk. Yeah. I don't like him. I think he's like kind of grown man. The guy, the guy looks like some hipster or whatever, but you can't take away from his football talent. He's a great quarterback. As a person, I think he's a tool. And uh, yeah, that's about it. And the guy's has great athleticism. He went to Cal. He's just, I just thought he was a lot smarter as a human being than he actually has turned out to be. But when it comes down to quarterback play, guy's special quarterback. He's, he's damn good. Kirk Cousins is all right. I agree with Pozzola, but he'll burn you. He'll make a mistake uh, when he needs to make a big play, but he's not that bad. 
You guys have heard me talk about Beam before. They're the functional wellness brand founded by former pro athletes that make products to help you pursue your better and push the boundaries of what's possible, like not being hung over as much, take some Beam the night before, wake up in the morning, feel great. It's fantastic news. But for now, are you ready? for the best sleep that you've ever had because I am not someone who gets a great sleep. I'm not going to lie to you, but the Dream Powder Hot Cocoa now comes in white chocolate peppermint just in time for winter. It's triple lab tested and has the ultimate sleep-promoting ingredients, nano-CBD, reishi, magnesium, melatonin, other stuff, which I actually have no idea what it is, but I tried it and it helped me sleep really well. And listen, I've been trying to have the best sleep of my life and this is pretty close. And as someone who has trouble sleeping, it has been fantastic for me. So it should be pretty fantastic for you as well. White chocolate peppermint dream powder only lasts for a limited time. So get it while it's hot. And it's great news. If you subscribe now, you can also take advantage of Beam's best sale of the year for Black Friday and Cyber Monday. You'll get 40% off the first three months of a Peppermint Dream subscription, plus a free mug and a frother, or 20% off a one-time purchase. Again, this is Beam's biggest offer of the year. And just like this new flavor, it's not going to last long. So head to beamorganics.com slash mayo. That's B-E-A-M organics.com slash M-A-Y-O for 40% off the first three months of Peppermint Dream subscription, plus a free mug and frother, or 20% off a one-time purchase. Pause or cancel at any time. You're really going to enjoy it. At least I assume you're going to enjoy it as much as I have enjoyed it in my sleep. Really does thank Beam Organics. Beamorganics.com slash mayo. Rob, do we know if Daniel Jones is actually going to end up starting? Because it looked like he was going to be out with this neck injury, but then Freddie Kitchens is like, no, he's probably going to play. Do we, do we have a word on oh, that yeah. yet? We the don't giant. know, but like, the, the, it's a really weird reporting changes. because it was like <laughs> Daniel Jones is week to week. So they thought the neck injury was serious enough that this guy could potentially miss multiple weeks. I feel like, I mean, the betting market has moved to what, four, four and a half. That's a pretty clear indicator that someone thinks that Daniel Jones is going to be out this week. I feel like the Giants are maybe, they don't, they just don't want to allow the Dolphins to game plan for uh, a different quarterback for Glennon. And they're kind of just like playing the mental game or the mental side of things. But I mean, nothing surprises me in the NFL anymore with these injury reports. I mean, you got you got teams that list guys as doubtful that end up playing. You got the New England Patriots who list 48 guys as questionable and everybody ends up playing. I mean, it's very hard to read nowadays. Yeah, the line is four and a half at DraftKings Sportsbook right now. But let me ask you this. Is there a difference for the Giants ability to win this game or cover this game, whether it's Glennon or Daniel Jones? I say yes, but it's very minor. Not to the point where the line should have been adjusted this much, in my opinion. Lennon is a trash can. Yes, he is. He so is, is the Jones. epitome of a horrible... No. Oh, okay. You're telling... Mike Lennon is 100 times worse. This guy hasn't made a class since he played for the NC State Wolfpack, Pizzola. He is a big, tall piece of crap. He sucks in every in every area of the game. Daniel Jones can do one thing. He can at least move his feet. Glennon is horrible. He's a statue. He stinks. He can't do it. Like he, to my opinion, he's not even a second string quarterback in the NFL. Mike Glennon blows. That's fact, Jack. Okay. Let's stick. Am I right? Yeah. Uh, well, I, I, I don't, don't think, think I, Jones I'm, is good. 
That that's sort of my yes. thing. Oh, Jones, is, Jones, Jones is way better than Mike Glennon. Like it's not even a it's not even a debate. Here's the thing Damn, about Jones Mike Glennon start. versus Daniel Jones. You're right. Daniel Jones gives you something with his feet. Daniel Jones also cannot feel pressure ever. Has never been able to do it I his entire life. He fumbles. He turns it over. Yes. Glennon stinks, but he's a different level of stink. And look, I just I, I just don't. You, you get like this group of quarterbacks in the NFL where you're like, okay, one's out, the backup comes in. I'm like, I don't even really care who the backup is. To me, it's not a substantial downgrade, especially in the first game. I talk about this a lot as well, but if the Miami Dolphins are going through the week preparing for Daniel Jones and then they get Mike Glennon, I think that ends up being a problem. And we've seen that a lot of times in the NFL this year where teams prepare for Kyler Murray for a full week and then Kyler Murray's out and you get Colt McCoy and they get absolutely shredded by a quarterback that's not very good either. So uh, I, I think that there's something to that as well. I'm not here to make the argument that I think Glennon is good. So let's not, I, I don't, Glennon so, stinks. So here's how I want to frame this cam for you, for the Giants. Yes. I agree yep. with you that if the Giants win this game by 21 points, Daniel Jones is probably the quarterback because I think that he has that potential upside in game that Mike Glennon doesn't. But if we're talking about covering four and a half, Daniel Jones does enough destructive things to his own team that I think it's about even to cover the number. I agree with that. I, and here's the thing too, guys, and you guys know this, like Miami's one of the, the, the hottest dish in town right now. Everyone's talking about the dolphins. Uh, Pizzola brought up some good points earlier in the show, but I will say two is improving, but to, 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 to a line move of, I would have made that line probably what three instead of four and a half. Yeah. That's, that's just me. Like, and I know a lot of people, I do things opposite where I'm like, Oh, that's a trap line. I, I go with the worst team or like the thing that is weird rather than, Oh, I see something great here. And then boom, the NH NFL will punch you in the face because they think they're giving away free candy. Nothing's free in life. Let me tell you, you think it's free. It's not, you'll pay for something later on. That's the thing. That line's weird. Jones is good, but you guys bring up the great point. He could throw a pick six. He fumbles and excellent Rob. You're right. Nobody's worse at feeling pressure. Like imagine this guy's at home. Like if there's a burglar coming in, Daniel Jones is sleeping on the couch where other quarterbacks are coming in there and they got a knife, they got a baseball bat. And in some cases, a gun, this guy's sleeping on the couch. The burglar's like, wow, he's not even waking up. We're going to take more stuff. Really? Is he? Well, I, I hear him snoring. Just load up the bag full of treats. No, you're right. He doesn't hear or see anything. So I, I lean giants here. I was thinking about making it my silver pick. Then, That's bold, Pat, and I love bold stuff. You know me, but I like it bold. Well, one of the one of the reasons that I, I would, like you guys like the Giants and bet the Giants last week because what Miami is this week is kind of like what the Eagles were a week ago, where everyone mm. was just on the Eagles' jock. Like you'd just log onto the internet and it'd be like, "Here's how the Eagles can win the Super Bowl with their remaining schedule." Like if they get into the playoffs, yeah. watch out. Then they lose to the Giants. I kind of feel like because of that. It's not so much that Miami is this week's Eagles. It's that everyone is just off the Eagles now that if Hertz is playing and he's like actually fine, seven seems like a steal against the awful Jets. If, even in New York, I don't really care. Like they can't play with good teams. <laughs> I, so my thing on that game is it's, it's crossed off for me because of Hertz. If I knew Hertz was healthy, I would lay it with the Eagles, but we don't know that. I mean, we, we he's, actually he's gonna, know that he's, he's gonna, not. he's gonna play, but how healthy yeah. is he? Well, yeah, like, yeah. and then how limited is he? Like, obviously, this if this guy has to turn into a pocket quarterback, for like, it's not going to work out. He needs to be able to be on the move. That's just the only way that it works for him. And uh, I don't know. Uh, that, that's a that's a really tough game for me. Uh, I like I said, I think it would have been appealing if there, there was no injury to Hurts. But now with that clouding it, nah, no, thank you. 
Well, I'm going to make my silver pick the second part of the super square picks of the week. I already have San Francisco minus three and a half. Cam, I am picking the Baltimore Ravens minus four and a half at DraftKings Sportsbook. Baltimore is significantly better than the Steelers. And almost like the Seahawks, I feel like the Steelers are being overvalued for being a team that is legitimately shitty. I'm going to say this. The Baltimore Ravens are the worst eight team in the league. I know I, 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 not, not too many people hate me. Some people do, and Raven fan hates me and all the shows that I do. But let's just call it out for what it is. I've never seen a luckier team. How do these guys win football games? Cleveland, you killed yourselves. You needed a 66-yard field goal from Tucker. Indianapolis should have beat you. Like, this is ridiculous. If you have a Ravens win over total bet, you're the luckiest person I've ever met betting because this team should have four less wins than they do. But I do agree with you. Pressure. Pressure, pressure on Ben. You can't move. You saw what the Chargers did at the end of that game. Bring exotic blitzes and make this guy beat you. He's going to get smoked. That's the thing. He's got a couple, maybe another year left. Um, I no. agree with you. I no, he, 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 might ever... not, he might not have another game left. Like, he is yeah, well, he, yeah, yeah. No, you're you're right. After this season, it's been a great career. Nobody's stuck. This guy takes a beating and keeps on ticking, but the party's over. He's done. And this is a game for the Ravens where everyone thinks, oh, you know, they barely do this, barely do that. Lamar Jackson can actually do some things against uh, Pitt- Pittsburgh in this game. I do agree with you. I think that's one favorite. Everyone's going to take the dog, and I'd say beware of the dog in this game. Yeah, it just it feels like this should be seven, and Lamar is actually practicing. Yeah. He's, he's over being sick now, which is probably a big boon to a guy that runs around so much that he doesn't have mm-hmm. like a chest congestion at this point. Trust me, I just went through it. It was not great. Hard to breathe the no, entire time. Brutal. Uh, it just – Pittsburgh is – getting credit for being Pittsburgh. And that's about it. I, I just don't understand. And even their defense is like, it's fine, but they can be taken yep. advantage deep. And Baltimore takes like more deep shots than anyone in football. It's the one thing they're really good at, despite besides like Lamar running the ball. They're not going to turn around and hand the ball off to Devonta Freeman 48 times in this game. They're going to have Lamar run. Yep. They're going to run some screens and take shots down the field. That is the basic blueprint of just pounding the Steelers. Yep. I think like if you look at the Steelers, it'd be very hard to make an argument like an X's and O's argument for them in this game. I think anyone who's backing Pittsburgh would probably be backing them just on the track record of Mike Tomlin as an underdog and the Steelers as home underdogs. Like this has historically been the spot where you want to bet the Steelers, um, not when they're laying points, but when they're getting points. But with that said, like it's a bad football team that TJ Watts out, Joe Hayden might not play again. I believe he's, he's, confirmed out I could be wrong about that but it's a defense that's pretty beat up problem for me is I do agree with Cam and I think that the Ravens are overrated too Um, you look at the difference between actual wins and Pythagorean wins in the NFL and Baltimore has the biggest gap and listen like DeVry I'm not going to trash on them they're serious no 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 no, no. they're big computer people sorry University of Phoenix or yeah. New Hampshire, I will accept as well. Like, but it, s- slow down on the language. Okay, hold on, hold, hold, guy- hold on, hold on. Before before you get to it, if we did it for yes. both teams, so the Ravens might be a fraudulent eight win team, but what should they be? Mm-hmm. Like a six win team? The Steelers uh, have five. five. The Steelers have five wins. What should they be? Like a two win team? No, that's a good point, Pat. They I should have lost like, to the Seahawks for God's sakes. I don't like the Steelers at all. Let's put it uh, make it very clear that I don't like the Steelers at all. I think this is very much a Ravens or nothing game. The Ravens have a very long injury report, but most of those guys are probably going to play. Looks like it's a lot of limited practices. They're just trying to get guys healthy for this week. I, I Again, it's one of those where, uh, similar to your first pick, Pat, where if you were to bet this game a week ago, 
the number was quite different than it is now would only been three points. Now you're getting a little few more points with the Steelers, but maybe the market is not catching enough, catching up quickly enough to how bad the Steelers are. And I've not I've never been a proponent of Pittsburgh. They have a horrible offense. Their defense is what they can hang their hat on, but it actually hasn't even been that good this year. And you lose your best pass rusher, a great cornerback. Uh, I don't, I, I'm out on Pittsburgh. So I think it's going to be like one of those ugly games, similar to what Baltimore just played against Cleveland, where ultimately they'll just do enough to get the job done. But I'm just not confident enough in that offense right now either. Believe, let's see here. Now I don't have the word on that injury as of yet. Calais Campbell's the same age as me. Makes me uh, not feel good about my athletic shape at the moment. But I think that he's going to end up being back this week for the Ravens. Yep, looks so, like it. Yeah. So yeah, that, nope. that's great Very news good. for their defense. Uh, so yeah, like I said, San Francisco and Baltimore feel like super square plays to me this week. I just, I think that- Who the, cares? The if they win, they right, win. I just think that they're going to beat the crowd. That's the whole thing, Pozzola. And you can agree with me. Like, I'm so done with the sharps versus square stuff. You're either, you, you win money gambling, you lose money gambling. I, I see these guys- Sharp guys with their computers and they suck. Pizzola has he, he uses those numbers. He's good. That's the thing. I know average guys are just sit there. You know what I mean? They make they make it hand over fist because they're they're field gamblers. It's just it's such a stupid thing. Sharp versus square, whatever. I know money goes one way, money goes another way, whatever. You just it's just well, ridiculous to well, me. Well, for, for me, it's at the end of the day, what it comes down to is you got to be like you got to have your own process, right? You got to yes. do what works for you and. If you start allowing all these other people to influence you, it's everything's going to break at some point. So for me, you know, I, I respect other people's opinions. Um, I respect your opinion, Cam. Like, I don't I don't want to be opposite of your goal. Like, you're doing very well on your plays this year. I think that's just the reality of the situation, though. You have to, like, ignore what other people think sometimes. Sometimes yes. you have a very strong feeling that something is going to happen or you, you make a number in a game that's a big difference from what the market number is. You got to just, you got to trust that sometimes, trust the process. And I think people like convolute the NFL. It's like, oh, 90% of the people are betting this or this and that. And like, they make up all these, this rationale that doesn't matter. Just pick who you think is going to win the game or cover the spread. Like it's that simple. Yep. Cam, you have a silver pick yes. for us. Can you give me a Pizzola at bet stamp? Can I get a two and a half on the bills? I was looking for Instead the two and a half. I was looking for the two and a half too. I saw it okay. went back up to three. Okay. I'll take it at three. Whatever. I, I love the bills. I'm with week, you. Though. I'm with you. We're th this I, show is team bills, except for Andrew Cuss. This is where we want to be. <laughs> I, I don't think Pizzola. I'm looking at Pizzola's reaction. Do you like Buffalo Rob or no? I, I think the spread in the game should be two and a half. So at three, no, I like New okay. England. At three. Okay, whatever. All right, two and a half, <laughs> yeah. three. We got three's a push anyway. If they win by three, Pat, I think Buffalo is going to throw everything at New England. New England's been a great story. Belichick's the coach of the year. This team is doing everything well. Their defense is solid, but I think the, I think the Bills is a statement game for them. They come in there, they take control of the division if they win at home. I'm hoping there's actually no elements in this game. It's actually bad. Agreed. If there's more snow and cold, yep. that, that benefits New England, not Buffalo. That's the Agreed. thing that people don't understand. Buffalo plays good in non-elements. You saw it against the Saints. One of our top plays smashed Buffalo on Thanksgiving against New Orleans and Simeon. I think they beat these guys by 8 to uh, eight to 13 points. I think they make a statement at home today. Uh, this week, I am going with Buffalo Bill. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. There's so many other games that I like, and I'm hoping I pick the right ones in the rotation. I have, I have to ask you guys later what you like out of my super dogs, because I'm telling you, these dogs got rabies, and they're the worst dogs that I've ever picked up as the dog catcher. But I got to pick somebody. But this one, Pat, I'll take the three then. Give me Buffalo Bill on Monday night. I think they make a statement and beat down New England. 
I, I think it really depends on the first quarter of this game, weirdly enough. If mm. the Bills can just score on their first drive and make the Patriots play their game, it's over for the Patriots. Yeah. But if this gets into one yeah. of these grinded out, you know, seven. Yes. If, 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 the, if they put it this way, if the under hits in this game, uh, if the Bills hit their to- team total under, they have basically no chance of winning, it feels like. Yeah. I, I, I'm I, looking at How the, do you feel, Pozzola? Can I go so, to the bathroom now? I actually, I will accept your... Uh, Cam, yeah, like go to, to the, the bathroom. bathroom. Like, okay, if you go to the bathroom, go to the bathroom. It's yeah. a, um, thank you. Yeah, I'll just a give lot my of water. I tell you, and diabetes. All right, well, yeah, I mean, Rob, we'll, we'll, keep, we'll keep talking about this game because you got your we'll silver keep, pick coming up too. Cam can just come back. I do. Wants. So the thing you guys mentioned the weather—that's part of the reason that I like New England in this game. I mean, I'm looking at the forecast now. We're looking at 27 mile per hour winds. That's the steady wind with wind gusts of up to more than 40 miles per hour. I think that only favors the Patriots in this game. And some people will point to the Bills being like number one run defense or whatever. I I don't believe that. Like, I think that's completely fraudulent. They've only played two good running teams all year. It was the Colts and the Titans, and those teams just ran all over them. So anytime we get like a low total like this, which is 43, I believe it will come down even more once this weather is confirmed closer to game time and we get a team getting points, I'm automatically going to probably look at that team. But I I just don't, like, I don't believe in Buffalo. I really don't. And we talk about New England playing a a horrible schedule this year, which is true. The Bills have also played a horrible schedule, very, very similar in terms of quality of competition. Uh, I just don't see that much separating these two teams other than possibly like their priors, where we thought that going into the year, Buffalo is a Super Bowl contender. New England is probably a fringe playoff team. I think that kind of matters because, yes, Buffalo, is their ceiling is like, they are probably a better team here. But overall, I don't know. I, don't, I just don't see much separating them right now. I'm much more inclined in an ugly weather game, um, especially a win game, which I think really impacts the Buffalo offense because all they really want to do is throw. Uh, I'm much more inclined to take New England at plus three. Well, that's exactly why I think that if the Bills can jump out to this lead, uh, I trust Josh Allen in 30 mile per hour wins more than I would trust Mac Jones and having to score like score points right away. So you get out to a 10 nothing lead, get New England off their play, and I just don't think they can catch up. And that's a specific scenario that I would be playing in this game. It's not going to make my list, but I do like the Bills. Yeah, I think like we've only seen New England have to play cat. Like, when was the last time we had to see him play catch? We've been against Dallas, right? The game that they lost at home, <laughs> yes. Where they ended up with a fluke deep touchdown pass late in the game to send it to overtime. A game that they actually got pretty badly outplayed by the Cowboys. They were lucky to be in it and go to overtime. But yeah, I agree with you. I mean, this kind there was like an inclement weather game between Buffalo and New England last year that I vividly remember was Cam Newton was the starter for the Patriots where like that came down to the wire in Harris kind of just yes that was the one and they ended up covering but uh, I don't know tough game like I I I understand a lot of people want to have an opinion on it it's Monday Night Football it feels like the Bills might be undervalued here because the Patriots have been playing cupcakes for a while and and the Patriots are the talk of the league Uh, but the Patriots like they're really decimating other teams right now. So I don't think it's like these fraudulent wins. Yes, it's an easy schedule, but they're getting, they're taking care of business. 
Uh, I've, I've spoken for a long time about how I don't really love this game, but I, I just think the, the right number is two and a half. That's all it comes I down just, to. I just urinated for a few minutes. And you guys are still talking about this game. I was like, holy geez, I thought we were going to be uh, uh, moving on. Well, the, well, the big th- <laughs> like after watching the Patriots and Titans game last week, it felt like yeah. the Patriots were doing everything they could do to lose that game and still ended up winning and by like still, 14. And, and covering. Yeah, yeah. And the thing about New England is like they, they, they definitely have gotten some breaks in facing Tennessee like a dismantled Tennessee offense and a dismantled mm-hmm. Atlanta offense the last two weeks. So there is definitely the possibility that the defense is overrated just because of the fact that they have been facing these teams um, at times where they've been hurt by injuries. But I don't, I, I don't, I, I would not be shocked with any outcome in this game, like anything. I could see the Patriots winning. I could see the Bills blowing them up. Like nothing would shock me here because I'm still so uncertain yeah. on both these teams. So where are you going? Where are you taking your silver pick, Rob? Uh, I'm I'm taking Washington Ooh, uh, against like Las other, Vegas. I, I like the other side of that. Ooh, game. yeah, yeah that's kind of, I didn't that. see that one coming, Pat. I didn't think uh, that would be on Bazola's sked there. Interesting, Rob. So this is the only other side I have bet this week, other than the Chargers. It's pretty light card for me overall. But I, I Washington three straight wins now. I don't think that that's a fluke because when you look at the losses that they had prior to this winning streak, which were Denver and green Bay, those were both games where they moved the ball very easily between the twenties. And then they bogged down in the red zone or they had some unlucky turnovers. We seem to talk about Washington a lot and that's come up a lot, but we're starting to see that bad luck change because Washington's red zone TD percentage was last in the league just a few weeks ago. That's trending upwards. They're actually scoring touchdowns now, both offensively and defensively for Washington third downs have been a huge issue this year this year and what's like really weird is they've had these above average success rates on first and second down and then they're like at the bottom of the league on third down that's starting to regress to the mean now too where we're starting to see their third down percentages mirror their first and second down and i just think the perception of the raiders right now is it's sky high after they beat the cowboys where like dallas is it though cuz i felt like that was more of a slight against dallas than it was anything yes. with the raiders cuz people had left the raiders for dead they don't they, i would say that the common perception of the raiders is that they're still by far the worst team in the afc west possibly but when like an average nfl better is going to put some stock into a win over dallas on the road where dallas took a gazillion penalties like i i think that that mean like that was a primetime game. The most watched Thanksgiving game in like, I, I think 30, it was like 30 15 years. or 20, 30 years, yeah. whatever. So a lot of people watch the Raiders win as an underdog. I think that has some, uh, some sort of market influence the following week. My personal opinion on that. But the offensive numbers for the, Ra- for the Raiders, EPA per play, success rate, they've all been much worse since they lost Henry Ruggs. Now you have Darren Waller not playing, possibly Deshaun Jackson not playing, who's like their only vertical threat. I, I, I don't really like, I think Washington is a better football team than the Raiders. I don't like give much for home field advantage in the NFL anymore. And anyone who wants to mention this extra rest versus short rest situation, it's a non-factor. I mean, there's been 20 teams in that spot since 2010. They've massively unperformed, uh, underperformed, excuse me, against the spread. These teams are favored by an average of three and a half points. They're outscored by an average of about one point. So it's not like this has traditionally been a great spot for teams uh, either. So uh, I make the Washington football team a small favorite in this game. You're getting an underdog price. Sign me up. I think that the Deshaun Jackson stuff weirdly 
is the most impactful thing to this offense because we saw with him on Thanksgiving that all of a sudden they had a vertical threat again. They were able to open up all that underneath stuff. And well, I think that Waller is awesome and significantly better than Foster Moreau for a game as a pinch hitter. I think they do have a capable backup who can do some of the same things. Maybe it opens up more for Brian Edwards underneath. I just think it's going to be a super close game. Normally, I would just grab the points, but it's only one and a half. I think it's just a stay away for me. But I do think that the Raiders are still a bit underrated because you're either going to get a really good game or a really bad game out of them. They're they're just one of those Jekyll and Hyde teams this year. That's been the case for them this season. But like that's this Raiders team came into this season with what a, a win total of like six and a half or seven in a 17 game season. The expectations weren't really high. They have a better pass rush than people gave them credit for. The offense is just completely hit or miss. And I, I honestly, without Waller, Ruggs, potentially Deshaun Jackson, like we don't know if Deshaun Jackson's going to play, but if he's limited in any capacity, I think that this is a game that. Washington outscores Las Vegas. Um, and yeah, I, I don't, I just, I'm a numbers guy to me. I, I think Washington is undervalued in market Raiders are overvalued. That's how I get here. When I was talking about this show on my DraftKings show this week, it was Ben Raza and I came your guy, Ben Raza. Benton, he, like Ben Raza, yeah. big, big horse guy. I like him. Nice, yeah, well, nice he, guy. He, he had to take his uh, Saratoga trip uh, at the end of uh, end of the summer so we could go bet on the horses. But we kind of agreed. It's like, this game is going to be wildly over the over-under or wildly under the under? It'll be like 13 right. to 10 or 35, 37. Or 30, yeah. yeah. It just seems I like, like one a of those 36, games. 34 game or something. No, I think it's going to be nuts. I, I, agree, I agree 100%. But I could see at the same time, both these pass rushes are really good. Even without Chase Young, Washington can still get to the quarterback. The offensive line for Washington much better than it is for Las Vegas. So I, I could see it being like one of these weird, like, oh, there's no offense in this game. Just because these teams are just so weirdly inconsistent. Is it odd that Washington's the seven seed in the NFC right now with a losing record? <laughs> I mean, not it, that it, bad. It, it is, but it, again, they are not that bad. They, they they suffered from pretty some pretty unfortunate breaks earlier. That Green Bay game was a joke where Heineke went in for a touchdown, whatever. That was a stupid <laughs> NFL rule that prevented it. Like they've been good. They beat they beat the Bucks outright. Like the Washington football team is actually, when you really think about it, a lot better than people think they are. I think they're dangerous as hell. As Pozzola said it, like their pass rush, I know Seattle sucks, but Wilson was running around all day. See, they didn't, Seattle did nothing in that game till the end with a garbage touchdown to swing. Like that, they dominated them. Like they pushed Seattle around. It wasn't even a fair fight. They bullied them. Washington's dangerous. Well, maybe it's because Seattle could be the worst team in football. Uh, they're horrible, yes, but I still, 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 it was very impressive. Washington's done some good things this year. Uh, I love a, what I love about Seattle is like we can't score points. You know what we need to do? Run. We need to run the ball. So run the ball. Let's no, I'm, I'm, the I'm Pete Carroll. Blah blah blah, blah blah blah. No, the guy. Like honestly, it's just like, dude, I don't even know what the, this coaching staff does. Like these guys never throw. They like they have the worst game plan going. Like me. Like we we were not even football. Like been on sidelines. We can come up with a better concept and game plan every but week. It's so many coaches in the league. Like. I understand maybe you come into a game with a game plan of, okay, we're going to try to run the ball, but when it's not working, like do something different, like watching the Cowboys saints Thursday night football, how many times are the Cowboys going to run the ball for one or two yards when they can just all the time pass all (laughs) over the field? I don't understand some of these coaches. It's so frustrating, but anyways, we've got gone a 
yes. on a tangent here. I get very frustrated whenever I hear the word Seattle and think of Pete Carroll because he no, trust drives me. me crazy. Trust me, he's killing me. What What do you think uh, Pete Carroll thinks is a bigger conspiracy? Passing the ball in a game or 9-11? <laughs> Is he a, is he a 9-11 truth? Yes, oh, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Remember when he went to meet the general, Pat, and he's like, what the hell's going on? Like, we just want to talk football, Pete. Like, Pete Carroll's out there, bro. Like, he's a different cat. Bra- bronze picks of the week. Cam, you're up. What's the third pick? Can I ask you guys, uh, can, we, can we play a game, Pat? I'm going to play the Pat Mayo game and throw some things out there. And hopefully, like, I, okay. How do we feel about the Bears this week against uh, Arizona? I can tell you my, my, my bronze pick is the opposite of the Bears. Uh, okay, so we're guaranteed a winner if I take the Bears. Pazola, <laughs> your, your take? Uh, you my, uh, my take is that it's not enough points for me to take the Bears. That's my okay. take. Yeah. What do you guys think about the Houston Texans at home getting 10 against the Indianapolis Colts? Uh, that's something you can sink your teeth into, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Paul, what were you saying? Oh, you have the insurance calling you. Okay, never mind. I thought he was trying to give us notes on the Bears game. Oh, oh, sorry. He's talking to his agent. Are they shutting us down? We didn't pay a bill? No, shutting him down. Not not me. Oh, shutting him down. I'm up to date on all my bills. Uh, Houston, I can see. It just, I have no, it has no appeal to me. I'm in the same boat. Like, I I can see. I I can't pick anything here. I don't want to take the Rams. No, they might blow Jacksonville. Everyone's going to be on it. I can't do that. Falcons, I really want to take against the Bucks. I like a lot of these home dogs. Can right? I, I've can, already can taken I, can Detroit. I give, can I give By the you? way, Detroit seven. I found a seven and a half with Detroit, and I want it. Sorry, okay, sure. That's you, the way you, it's going to be. You got it. You camp. get the seven and a half. You got it. Thank camp. you. Yeah. Uh, it exists. At, it exists at CamStewartSportsbook.ca. It's actually at Miss. It's actually at Mr. Green Pozzola, but that's okay. We'll uh, let it go. You know what? Well, who am I going to take? Houston or Chicago? You know who the dog you should take is if you want some points. Denver. You know what? I kind of like Denver too. I like a lot of dogs this week. Denver. We're going to fade the, uh, I kind of like Denver, but uh, it's weird because like the talk forever was the Andy Reid off the buy stuff. Right. And now it's, I'm taking the Chicago bears. I'm taking the Chicago bears. Plus seven and a half against Arizona. Plus Arizona seven. Has plus seven. We, we have to have the it's same seven. I just found I'm, another seven I'm, and I'm, a half. I'm, I'm looking at DraftKings Sportsbook right now at seven. I'm not taking the minus seven and a half. I'm taking the minus seven. Oh, Patrick, what are you doing to me? Like, I'm lo- I'm staring at a seven and a half right now. Anyway, I'm taking the damn Bears. We have a guaranteed right. win I'll, I'll, You know what? I, I feel so no, confident no, 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 with no. Arizona. I, I will take the seven and a I will take the minus seven and a half then if you get the plus seven and a half. I'll give you oh, that. Pat's going to sell, Pat's gonna sell Pat, a point Pat, and get minus a, seven and a half plus see, one. Pat, you're more of a team player than me. And that's what you get being the host. Like you're, you're very kind to the guests as me and Pizzola. And I'm going to take the bears. I think Arizona, I see a flat spot this week. Pizzola, this is not about numbers or, you know what I mean? You could break it all down and yeah. You, what do you, so what do you need Rob to take uh, the bears in this game? 10. What do you, yeah, what's your yeah. number? Yeah, Ends about right. I would need 10. So, okay. I, I mean, you, we don't know this. We know Kyler Murray's going to play and DeAndre Hopkins, Hopkins is going to play. play. Yes. Now, the extent of which Kyler Murray plays at, I don't know. That's why, if I knew that's why that, I like the Bears. Yeah, but that's there, why, but there can't be a situation where you sit the guy for three weeks, get a bye week. Like, if they were going to rush no, him no, back to play, thing, to play, like, he's going to be 100%. <laughs> I understand I, I, that, not, Pat. I understand that. But, guys, you got to listen to this. I don't care what the bye and the time. If anything goes well, the, the, first of all, Chicago is a cold weather team. There could, there could be some elements, okay? Yes, Kyler yes. Murray can't screw around. If there's any type of play and the Bears can hit him a couple times, they're, they're not going to hesitate to put Colt McCoy in because they've been successful with him. He's actually ran the offense well. But I think this is a, there's a high 
chance, a very high chance that Murray gets beat, beat up a little bit in this game. As for the Bears, Justin Fields is another week under. Like, I think the, ki- the kid's getting better. I know he, ha- he needs to be more accurate, but he's dangerous with his feet. The one thing is, guys, I don't think people are understanding the great pressure of Arizona on the ends will actually benefit the Bears because he will be running a lot more in this game. Do we, know, do, do, do we think that he's playing? Fields? Ooh. Yeah. I'm going to check really quickly. I, I think I thought, Dalton. I thought Dalton was I have playing. Dalton listening. Oh, I don't care. Dalton, big ginger, Fields, doesn't matter. Oh, it actually is. It kind of changes my whole. Oh, boy. This damn. Why do we pick three games? I, I, okay, I don't care. Andy Dalton's got red hair. I got red hair. I think it's. Uh, I think the Bears are in a good spot this week. Arizona can afford to lay a stinker. I think they actually you know what they're going to do. Squeak out a win. It's going to be ugly. That's what they're going to do right now. I think the Bears at home, you're going to give me uh, seven and a half. I'm going to take it. Give me the Chicago football Bears, please. So I'm- I don't really have any stats to back this up. It's just this is more of a gut feel. And I love Houston as well, but I'm taking the Bears. If I if Houston covers and the Bears don't, I'm going to really be mad at myself. I, I just look at it. The Bears can't block. I don't care who's playing quarterback for them. And Arizona's pass rush is one of the best in football. I just don't think that the Bears can score enough unless David Montgomery rushes for 150 yards in this game because you can run all over Arizona. I just don't think that they'll have the ability to do that because Kyler's back, Hopkins is back. They have everyone back, finally. And in a colder weather game, like it's not going to be a frozen tundra out there. Give me the speed guys in this game because inclement weather, especially cold weather, if it gets a little bit frosty, I really think does not benefit the defense as much as people think, especially against a team that wants to throw the ball a little bit. When you have Rondell Moore. A running and, team. And, it know, helps a running team, it, and the Bears can I run see, the ball. See, I don't think so. I think it helps one of these short yardage, like quick screen teams, because you're going to get the ball with easy completions into their hands. You get these speedsters in space, like one move, and they're legitimately gone to the house. Traditionally oh, no. speaking, though, the warm weather teams struggle in the cold weather Thank environments. Thank you. So, yes. I... Uh, before I, you're welcome Cameron if I had to pick the game I would take Arizona I just don't trust that Arizona is going to run their complete offense that's all I'm getting at you bring Kyler back after one game I, I think he's 100% healthy that doesn't mean that they run their full offense like they regularly do and have him scrambling and whatever I think you get the vanilla game plan from Arizona is what I think is likely going to happen here they hand the ball off because Chicago's missing guys in their front seven uh, Akeem Hicks is out again. Calvin, uh, Khalil Mack is out for the season. So I think it's probably more conservative game plan. Because of that, I don't trust them to win by margin. But I do think that there's a massive gap between the two teams. Yeah. You guys sh- like sh- Houston? Sh- you e- like Houston plus 10 or no? That, I, okay. Anyway. I make the game 10. Like, there's oh, a lot, lot, lot. Yeah. Anyway, All right. So Arizona for me, Chicago for Cam. Rob, you're a bronze pick. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to do a, 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 sh- a small pivot here. Um, stick with the same, the Minnesota Detroit game, but rather than taking the seven points and uh, laying the seven and opposing cam, I'll actually take the under. I just have very, very little faith in the lions ability to score. And the totals 47. If it ends up being one of those Eagles lions games where it ends 44 to six and I lose the under, then so be it. But I'm putting my faith in the fact that the lions without Deandre Swift, with a quarterback in Jared Goff that doesn't even try to throw downfield, everything underneath um, is just not going to be able to move the ball on this Vikings defense. So uh, I'll play the under 47 at DraftKings. Uh, don't love a lot of sides this week, so I'll, I'll mix in a total again this week. I'm going to regret not Enough. taking. I'm going to regret not taking the Giants plus four and a half. I think. I think I am. Too. There's so, Pat. I'm going to tell you something though. I'm just looking at this board. 
I literally believe that favorites are only going to win like four games this week. See, I, I don't know. It's going to be I, an I, absolute dogfest. I like the Cardinals. I mean, I love the Eagles if Hertz is right because that number is just I like, too short. I like the I like the Falcons for God's oh, sake. No, the last time they played Tampa Bay, they should have won the game outright. Yeah, and they, 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 they should they should have won the, they should have won the game outright and lost by like 20. 23. Uh, <laughs> what was the number? It was six. Uh, it was close to the spread. Four, it was it 48 to 25, the final score. 23 points. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think, but it was two pick sixes, two pick sixes. But but, but you you have to write that in when you're playing the Falcons. I agree. That's part of it. I know. That's That's my my problem. I, I, this is a, this is a difficult week in that you have a lot of the the better teams on the road laying big numbers and you're, you got to either hold your nose and take that ugly team and hope that they can do it. I just don't have that in me for a lot of these games. I don't have a lot of bets this week on a personal level, not just for less. I don't, I don't like a lot of these games. I think that there's just a lot of uncertainty when you're asking teams to win by margin yep. and you're, you know, you're going to have back doors open all over the place. So how, uh, how, how many people are playing the Colts Cardinals? maybe not the Cardinals because Kyler's coming back Colts, yep. Minnesota chiefs, 17 T's like three teams, seven points. Oh, oh, every, and par, money line parlays are going to go up in smoke. Everyone's just going to take these big teams and a couple of them are going to screw them hard. Trust me. Right, Rob? Like in one, hockey. One of, one oh, of them's yeah, going to oh, blow. Yeah. Oh, Ottawa. Oh, Carolina. Carolina lost to the Ottawa Senators. It happens. Bad teams win games in yep. any type of sport. It just happens. Especially, And it's usually the biggest spread on the board. I'm telling you, I'm this Jacksonville game, I thought the Rams were going to win this game by like 40. I'm getting scared now. I hear the news. Oh. Beckham's probably not going to play too. Good yes. luck with that. If the Rams, if, if I knew that Matt Stafford was healthy, I would lay this Rams price in a second. That's what I was Jackson, thinking. Like Jacksonville is also not going to score. The Jaguars offense is so, so bad. Oh, I know. It's hard to put into words how bad they are. The Odell Beckham news does bother me a bit because obviously they're already without Robert Woods. They did have a week to incorporate uh, OBJ into the, the game plan. But uh, man, this, it's a, it's, it's what I don't like weeks like that. I would prefer going back to last week where there's all these short spreads and you're just basically picking who's going to win the yeah. game than getting all these, these spreads of seven or more. Mm-hmm. all right boys we got through it i'm glad to have everyone back the team yep. is back we're making our stretch run yep. did do, do, do you do you have this another tip pat just okay. a, just a lifestyle tip because we like to do this on the show it's not a lot invest in two toilet plungers one for every bathroom that you have because last night i almost had the biggest disaster Pizzola, i didn't even know i clogged it up and it kept on rising and rising i ran like ben johnson up the stairs grabbed the other one just before ray was crowning at the top oh man it would have been a nightmare so invest what? in two why why sorry why two explain this to me i need because i, I clogged my toilet and the, yeah. and the plunger was oh. upstairs you need to have one in both bathrooms in case of an emergency when it starts to rise i had to go up yeah. the stairs and by the time i got back it almost was a nightmare logs i, I, I will get it I, on a lake i, I will yeah. uh i will even throw out you should have like a toilet brush for every room too because you don't want to be carrying around yes because usually you clean all your toilets at one time so you use the one toilet yes. brush on the toilet then you're like oh man i gotta go downstairs and it's like you know it has fucking toilet water all over it's not yeah, great it's, news it's, it's, no, no good it's... good call pat it's like and these are little things that are invested i'm telling you like 20 bucks five five dollars dollar store for the brush and if you get that really good one you know the one with the super section that's eh, 10 bucks 20 bucks who cares save yourself a nightmare do you not do like the the hulk hogan courtesy flush though beforehand 
Like I, I, I'm, I'm yeah, speaking. Rob, you got to understand something. Sometimes it's lodged up in there and you can't see it. Of course I'm good. Like I, like I, like I pay attention to very important things like that. And sometimes when you're, you don't see the ball up there and it just, it slowly comes up, right? No, like, it's just one of those things. Maybe you're right. Like, I, I, I don't know, but if I do a courtesy flush, it's still, if it's clogged, it's still going to rise. Right. But, but what's causing the clog? Uh, hidden toilet paper. So maybe like, you know, I'm uh, speaking you, you, from- you know what, as Paul can attest, cause Paul just put one in, in his house. I have one in my house. Just go buy a bidet. Yep. My, we, we, Actually, we, I really like that too, because you know, when you wake up and you just, no, you're right. And it's, you get sweaty. Yeah. Yep. Just stick, open it up and blast there, it. Right. There's yeah, these yeah, attachments yeah. you can put onto your toilet now as well and hook them up to the water line yep. where you don't you actually guys got a have bidet. to buy a wow. separate bidet. Didn't, it's didn't just realize like, I usually just like bend over in the shower and just <laughs> steam it up and, you know, or throw a bar of coast. Just, you know, like, what are you going to do? Uh, we yeah. have we have the attachment. I have the attachment to the toilet that we hook up to the water line. So yeah. you just use the toilet. That's, a, that's the same one we have. Yeah, I don't want to. You guys are living like the Bellagio. Like you got like devices and toilets. They're and, not expensive. Well, oh. I, I also oh, don't. I also yeah. don't want to have to take a shower every time I take a dump either. Like that's. Well, that's the best thing about. And you're right. You save on toilet paper, and it gets a pro, It's a proper clean. I don't care if you got Cottonelle rigid. That's another thing about toilet paper. Buy the one with the waves and like you want one with something, a pattern on it. The plain stuff is a disaster. It sticks everywhere. I'm telling you that they're right about the Cottonelle, Rob. Don't you agree? Like the one with like the grooves, it's a way better product than the one that's just like cashmere versus Cottonelle. Cottonelle, I'll, I'll, I'll lay 13 and a half points with Cottonelle any day of the week with the pattern because it cleans better. And I don't have a bidet. Just facts. I, I, I just try to get more plies, like whatever the more. Yeah, no, ply. no, three ply ridge. It's ridge, like like ridge. ruffled chips. You want a ruffled, ruffled roll. I'll give it a shot. I don't know that I've ever tried the ridge. I've tried it. Maybe I have. I've tried it all. I've tried every brand, okay. every single brand. You're right, and don't cheap out. You got to get the three ply ridges. It's the key. Cam Stewart at Cam Stewart yes. live on Twitter, Sports Grid, and on Sirius XM. Tell the people where they can find you. Oh, you can find me in a lot of places, Pat. Yeah, I'm on uh, Sports Grid. We're on all sorts of different devices. I'm an update guy. I do uh, shows uh, with Gabe Morenci, Game Time Decisions, In Game Live. We do, if you guys like betting, this is the show. Like, no offense, me and Gabe do the opposite of what professional gamblers do. They usually have two bets a game a day. We got like 40. If you like picks and like a flurry and do absolute madness, we'll have opinions on every game. And on Sunday at one o'clock, we go through the football games live. Hopefully the Lions will actually, yes, Rob, you're not against yes. me. The Lions, Bills, and uh, Bears cover this week for this guy. And you can also find Cam Stewart's mobile device in a garbage can outside. Yes, of yes. In Burlington, that's in Burlington. A, if you're at Gator Ted's and you find my phone, we can still talk. I, I, I wouldn't mind having an extra SIM card. Thanks. Rob Pizzola, you doing, are you doing your Sunday stream this week? I am doing it this week. Uh, anyone who wants to check that out, just follow me on Twitter at Rob Pizzola, uh, 11 a.m. every Sunday morning. And for those who want to get better at betting on sports, download BetStamp. You can do I that do. on Android or iOS or check out BetStamp.app. And Cam, I guarantee you, I we want can Bet find Stamp. you those extra half points for all the games that you oh, want to bet. I'm staring at them. It's just, I'm not making this stuff up. I'm, I like, agree. You know, funny, you know what the funny thing is? Like, you guys are talking to me like American Cohen. Like, I'm not like, hey, I got the game no, minus no, no. two and a half and it's like six the next day. <laughs> oh, I got it overnight. No, 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 no. I don't Here, play that here's game. The thing. I'm we, being fair. We're the, the show is sponsored by DraftKings Sportsbook. Yes. I pull up the DraftKings lines and <laughs> I pick I? against the DraftKings lines. Yes, I can get in some cases better prices elsewhere. 
In yes. some cases, DraftKings has the best number available, whatever. Mm-hmm. But the point is to pick the DraftKings line. I get it. But anyway, some people don't, I, they're on, everyone's on a different site. I'm just trying to give people winners because I, I, I'm like, I want to be a man but, of the people. Patrick. But you say you get man it, of the but I don't think you're getting it. Oh, I'm getting it. But. That was the Pat Mayo experience presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Oh, yes, I uh, I get it. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I want to remind everyone to play in the Listener's League link on DraftKings. And additionally, sign up for the Mayo Media Newsletter completely free. It has a bunch of info in it. It's down in the description. All that stuff is down in the description. I'll be back on Saturday with the full injury report, favorite props, and DraftKings ownership for the week. Remember to smash the like on the way out. And that will do it for us. Let's go 9-0 this week. How about that? I'll see you next time. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done.